Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are part of local church St. Pete. We want to highlight his activity and celebrate his grace. Enjoy these stories. Good morning. So when I was asked to share a story of grace, my initial testimony of how I came to faith in Jesus Christ kept coming back to mind. The song sings, In tenderness he sought me, weary and sick with sin, and on his shoulders brought me back to his fold again. These words, in short, are my story of grace. I was a lost sheep, and for years, even in the deepest crevice of my sin, Jesus would come and whisper into my heart, You are my lost sheep, and I leave the 99 to come get that one. I can remember saying to the voice literally, I am not coming. Nevertheless, when I finally did cry out for his help, he rescued me and pulled me out of the deepest pit of destruction and set my feet on solid ground. I'll never forget the night my husband and I walked into our local emergency room with our one-year-old son screaming in pain. It was early in the morning, and he'd been inconsolable from an ear infection for most of the night. Thankfully, we didn't have to wait too long for our son to be admitted into the hospital. While we waited for the doctor, my husband and I did what we could to comfort our son. We rocked him and held him. Nothing helped until the ER doctor came into our room. Her voice was gentle and soothing as she spoke to us and looked our little one over. There was something very different about this doctor. She was kind, calm, and peaceful, and she spoke to us, to us as if she really cared about us, not as a doctor, but as a friend. Her presence was incredibly comforting, and we were relieved to have her tending to our family. Months later, I walked into the front doors of that same hospital. This time, the patient would be me, and the reason would be miles away from anything I could have ever imagined. I was suffering from a psychological breakdown, and I was not able to decipher fact from fiction. I was scared and despairing. The path leading up to these devastating circumstances was paved with over 20 years of alcoholism and addiction. I can remember hoping so badly that the ER doctor who cared for our son so lovingly months earlier would be on shift, but she was not there. My visit turned out to be cold and impersonal. I still had no answers and left the hospital feeling even more lost, lonely, shamed, and confused. Following my hospital visit, I remained in the full swing of a psychosis for weeks. I could not eat, sleep, or sit down. I went to see doctors, but the strangest things happened. One doctor, after seeing her a few times, never called me back. Another doctor took a large consultation fee and then referred me to another doctor within his office. I was running out of options, and I was desperate for answers. In the meantime, life seemed hopeless. No, not just hopeless. I suffered inexpressible pain. I felt paralyzed, and I was completely dysfunctional. I felt like there was no way out of my despair and my addictions. I didn't think or believe my life was ever going to be different. In my hopelessness, I wanted to die. I did not want to live anymore. Before my breakdown, I had been taking my children to church because I thought it was the right thing to do. I would go each Sunday having no idea what it meant to know Jesus personally. After my breakdown, I didn't go back to church for a few months. I thought everyone who looked at me could see what I had done. I was cloaked in shame. Then one Sunday, by God's grace, I found myself sitting in the pew again. I can remember hearing the pastor announce a women's Bible study and thinking I should go. I was late my first night to Bible study. The first person my eyes fell upon was so familiar to me, but I couldn't place her. She welcomed me with kindness and told me I could join her group. During the message, it was as though it were just me and God in that room. Everything the speaker said was everything I was going through. It was as though God was telling me all about myself, things that no one else knew. 
I learned that all the sinful things I had done to come to to a place of such shame were already forgiven because of what Jesus had done for me on the cross. I also learned that not only was I forgiven, but because of the resurrection, God could use all of it for my good. He could give me a new life. When I heard this and believed, I was healed. He took my confusion and replaced it with peace. Like the song reads, his love sought me, his blood bought me, and his grace brought me to the fold of God. It happened in an instant. I realized later on that the woman who took me into our small group study that night, the first one I saw when I walked in the doors of that Bible study was the ER doctor. I wanted so badly to be in the emergency room that day when I came in alone and lost. It was Jesus in her that I wanted all along. Even before the time of my ER visit and until that first night of that Bible study, I searched for someone to help me to give me answers. By his grace and in his great love, God guided me to a place in my own heart and circumstances where I could see that there was no other answer but his son, Jesus Christ. When I finally got to that place, the ER doctor whose comforting presence I longed for when I was alone and lost was there to lead me into his presence, to usher me from the darkness into the light. If you have a loved one who is caught in the binds of addiction, do not lose hope. Pray that God's grace will move them to the end of themselves into a place where they will cry out, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. He did it for me. He can do it for anyone. His grace is sufficient for us, and his power is made perfect in our weakness.